How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from San Francisco, and the results are good as the Brewers take game one of a big four-game set, three to one the final. And welcome in, everybody. It indeed is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's the Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski. My name is Tim Allen right here live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, a 3-1 victory. And this, there's no, no question about it, this had that playoff feel. And before we uh, anoint a playoff seeding, I, I still believe that the Brewers have a shot at that number one seed. So let's not just concede that uh, off to the San Francisco Giants because you know, they've got some injury issues. They've now got a uh, COVID flare up here. And uh, nonetheless, the Brewers, a, uh, a, a really um, tightly contested ball game. But again, I... When if you guys followed the game like I did and like we all did, you guys are well aware of the rockets that the Brewers hit all over the field tonight. This game easily could have been like a six to one Brewers victory. So you got to credit uh, the Brewer approaches at the plate. And again, a bullpen day for the San Francisco Giants. I don't care. It it, it really doesn't matter. Johnny Cueto uh, scratched in this one. Would scratch for tomorrow as well. And so the Brewers uh, trying to take advantage of that. And uh, Corbin Burns' uh, performance tonight, six-plus innings of work, just one run uh, allowed, nine strikeouts, no walks, and just four hits. Take that as uh, Corbin Burns vying for a Cy Young Award this year. But Brewers get the victory, 3-1, to one, their 80th victory on the season, 80-52, and 52. You do the math correctly, that's 132 of 162. That means 30 games left and a nine-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central. And I would say if, if you do that silly little loss column thing, I, I just you guys know me. I just Too many people are focused on this 
dumb loss column thing. That's just my opinion. Um, if you if you count that, it's a ten game lead, in essence. But I'm going to call it a nine and a half game lead with thirty games remaining. I believe now the Central is over. The division crown has been won tonight by the Milwaukee Brewers. And I do it on a Monday night late game where, you know, everyone's sleeping there. You're probably listening to this on on the podcast uh, on Tuesday morning, so you missed it live. But those of you staying up late here tonight, you get it live as uh, I'm going to say it's over. There's 30 games left. You've got a a nine-and-a-half game lead uh, something absolutely extraordinary would have to happen. I just The odds of that are, are slim to none. Because of guys like Corbin Burns, because of tomorrow night's starter, uh, Brandon Woodrow, and because of a lockdown bullpen. Again, if you're looking at this as a playoff preview, this is kind of this is kind of a playoff-type outcome, a three-to-one game. And when Craig Council feels it slipping at all late in a game, with you know one of his uh, studs going six plus innings or seven innings or five and two thirds, if he wants to unleash it to the bullpen, this is what happens here: Fox, Williams, Hater, and you've got your hands full. That's why it's a dangerous team to play in the playoffs. This this game just tonight. This is why it's a dangerous team. Want to get your reaction if you're up late with us? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. We we will hear from. Uh, Craig Council, probably Corbin Burns as well. Uh, he looked good tonight. Once again, nine strikeouts in his performance as the Brewers now get their 80th victory against 52 losses. A game of matchups, and we talked about this yesterday as well as uh, this afternoon when I was on with Rami. This is what you like to see here. With the best going at the best, right? You you want to uh, just just kind of from a baseball standpoint, take the Brewers, take the logos out of it. You you definitely uh, if if you're into baseball, you like seeing this. You like seeing Brandon Belt against Corbin Burns. You like seeing Williams against Crawford. You like seeing Josh Hader against a Buster Posey. These types of matchups, you just man, this is this is cool baseball stuff. It really is. And and the coolest thing, uh, I would say, would be the Brewers' victory. And again, if, if you're just keeping track, Brewers are now 21-8 and eight against that vaunted NL West. <clears throat> uh, as Rowdy Telez said yesterday, we can't treat these guys as the almighty. I mean, before long, you got a month's worth of baseball left. I mean, they may, might be looking at the Brewers as saying we can't treat them as the almighty. They may just get on a little bit of a run here and take it off the sheet for the one seed, in which case they would play the winner of the wild card game. It's that simple. But a huge, huge reason to stay up late here tonight is you know, to, to see this test, if you will, for both sides uh, of the diamond. As the Brewers get the victory tonight, 3-1 the final. And, and Corbin Burns, man, what, what can you say about these guys? I mean, I just, the, we're running out of things to say. And you, know, you look at uh, Cy Young and, and the, you know, the odds-on favorites, Bueller and, and Burns. Woody's right in there. Scherzer's in there. 
I think uh, the ranking I saw was Freddie Peralta was ranked sixth. They've got three of the top six in terms of candidates for the Cy Young. I mean, you're not going to go on extended losing streaks when you have those guys. So why did I wait so long to dub these guys winners of the National League Central? By the way, they were pacing to uh, set an all-time franchise regular season record heading into this game, pacing to win 98 games. And I know we've got a a couple of our, our listeners here that uh, have predicted a hundred victories, and I was like, uh, "Really? That's I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot for any team." But hey, <laughs> I guess stranger things have happened for sure. Um, you now, if you're looking at it that way, they they definitely have a have a shot at that. But you know, another another day goes by off the calendar. One left in August, and then it's September first on Wednesday. And the Brewers uh, indeed have a nine and a half game lead in the Central over the Cincinnati Reds. And the key thing there is that there's no head to heads left against the um, against the Cincinnati Reds. So, I mean, you do have have that that makes it a little bit easier to celebrate a division victory after five months of baseball. Think about that, guys. Just five months of baseball. We we've always wanted for years and years relevant baseball in the month of September. And we've gotten that here the last several years. But now we might not get it for for the absolute opposite reason. I mean, it could be mid-September. It could be a couple of weeks from right now uh, in a, uh, what, I think in two weeks they've got a midweek Monday off day, they've got two games against the Detroit Tigers, then a Thursday off day. We could be looking right around that September 15th mark as, you know, you know, playing out the string and lining things up and getting people work, getting people rest, getting people healthy. That's what this team maybe is up against more than anything else. And not just the nine games against the St. Louis Cardinals, who are, by the way, in a wild card race. Um, it, it might just be the fight to be healthy and to go after that. So, so I, again, I want to get your reaction. Those of you staying up late, I, I just, I just love this. And over the years, I have always been impressed with the West coast audience. It's just, it's just something pipe bomb. It's over the years. And you know, this, that's pretty impressive that, Brewer fans and the diehards and, you know, this is especially in a special season like this, I would imagine it's a few more, but there's always been you guys here on late nights and everyone comes up to me in my, in, in my uh, civilian life, if you will. And they say, well, really, you can't have anyone listening to you at, you know, mid, you get on the air around midnight or afterwards. It's just so wrong. It's so wrong. And it's, and it's disrespectful uh, to this this Brewer crowd, Jeff, that we have each and every year, late nights on the West Coast. You know, we've tipped our hat to uh, to the fans each and every year because not only do they pack Miller Park, but like you said, you know, you could you could have started this game at midnight, and we'd yes. still have people calling in at four in the morning for the post game show. So, you know, these guys are diehards. It is a special season. You got a club like this you know, that's so easy to root for and kicking so much tail right now. 
it's hard to to miss a game. Doesn't mean that we can't pick apart a baseball game, even on a win. And I've always uh, prided myself on that, that there's a, you know, essentially a, a positive way to be critical. And just because you win a game doesn't mean it's perfect. Did anyone have an issue with JBJ with a bat in his hand in the eighth inning with two on, two out? I don't know. Just saying. I'm just saying. I had a problem with him with a bat in his hand in the second inning. <laughs> there you go. 414-799-1250. We'll have our game recap. Craig Council on the way. Corbin Burns on the way. Now let's get right to the uh, reaction here. This was a playoff-type feel, and I said heading into the series, matchups is what you look for in this one, matchups. And I'll tell you, they need to do something to cool off, cool down the jets of one Brandon Belt. I don't care what he does against other teams. I only care what he does against this Brewers squad. They need to get him off off kilter a little bit. He's way too comfortable, guys. And I, you know, looking down the line here a little bit, I would uh, I would say you're going to have to make him a little more uncomfortable. I mean, he's he's been uh, he's been good against the crew, really good, and come up with uh, some pretty big hits uh, for this Giants team. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's start things off. With uh, Scott, Scott, you're first up here on the fan, a 3-1 Brewers victory. Well, you pretty much said everything I really wanted to touch on. <laughs> you just went right down the gamut. <laughs> well, no, you, you, you've you got your own spin on it. Shoot. Well, I'm glad you finally said we've got it wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said it last week. You could not commit to it, but yep. thank God you are right now. Well, and, and, you know, I, I guess it's the nice round number of just 30 games left. And when you're looking at nine and a half or 10 games, depending on your philosophy, how you want to look at that, when you're looking at that sort of deficit for the Cincinnati Reds, it's, it's almost impossible, guys. It really is. It is. And here's what's going to happen. Like you said, um, St. Louis is the problem for the Reds now. They're not our problem anymore. <laughs> True. That's a very good point. So, you know, they're, they've always killed us at the end of the season for years and years. But now it's the Reds' problem. It's not our problem. Yep. Yep, I agree. Scott, thanks for staying up late. That All was right. good stuff. That was a good point about uh, about the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. And the hey, the cards are going to be a little thorn in the side. We know that there's nine matchups, uh, first of which uh, starts what this Friday. So I mean, they're they're, they're going to win at a few games uh, of those nine. But again, I, I think th- this series really is experience in this pitch by pitch sort of every, every sequence, every inning, every situation. That, to me, is what I, I got a kick out of tonight. And you'll, you'll see the details and hear the details in the, uh, in the game recap coming up. But the, this is really good experience. And quite frankly, you know, St. Louis in, in, a, in a heated race, I don't know how heated, I guess, you know, four games back or whatever it might be, uh, in the wild card situation for St. Louis, that may help too. Uh, you know, San Francisco, I, I wondered what council was going to do when there were the scratches, when there were the lineup changes 
uh, prior to this ball game tonight. Didn't you, Jeff? Didn't you say, well, Craig, what are you going to do? Are you, are you going to counter and pull back your lefties because they're going to go with bullpen day beginning with a left-hander? Yeah, I did think about that, but it was very – I can't remember if it was on the TV broadcast or if it was on the radio. They were talking about how the Brewers stacked their lineup – where it was like two lefties and then a righty and two lefties and a righty because the Giants have so many lefties in that pen that they were able to sit there and pretty much burn through all of them uh, early. More reps against lefties for left-handed hitters is nothing but a good thing. It's It really is at this point. I mean, I, I because they have a, a handful of lefties on the San Francisco Giants pitching staff – does does that mean the Brewers are not going to make the playoffs? No, of course not. What it means is that they're going to get more and more ABs against lefties. Scooter Jeanette told me and told us on this show, the only way to hit lefties is to face lefties when you're a left-handed hitter. You can't face them sitting on, on the pine. And I like that part of it too. See, we have to take some of this stuff as prep, preparatory type situations and that's why I pointed to the matchups Crawford against Burns and now tomorrow we get Woody against Belt and those are the things we're going to see and we could we could go down the Dodgers lineup too if you wanted to do that but in this case we'll we'll stick with the Giants but those are the types of you know experiences for for this team this year that you want and and quite frankly I mean I applaud Craig Council for not blinking after after they made their changes. Some are speculating, Jeff, that they knew this hours before the game, not just 90 minutes. Well, what does it matter? Held out. It doesn't matter. You know, Craig didn't whip out the eraser and start scratching names off. Nope. Nope. So a tip of the hat to him. We can't yep. talk to him uh, while he's driving home because I'm sure he's uh, – you know not listening down in san francisco but maybe he is but uh if you are craig great job on that buddy yeah i i just i applaud that part of it by by, this is what i've been saying for about the last month or two saying hey this this team people need to look at this team as one of the teams to beat and and for craig council not to blink as you said and just say i don't doesn't matter I'm going with my boys. I'm going with my guys. I applauded that effort. That really is kind of standing up a little more puffy-chested. Uh, I like what Rowdy Telez said yesterday. So there are a lot of good things uh, to uh, that are happening with this Brewers team right now. 799-1250, listening on the Odyssey app, our friend in Anaheim. There is uh, Vincent. What do you say, my man? Hey, what's up, Tim? I man, knew I I'd hear you, from you. I had to. Bittersweet, man. But this is a game. I'm going to give it to you. It's like a small ball game. You guys got on base, and you guys knocked them in. And that's how you win baseball games, period. And then I knew Corbin Burns is on the mound. And I'm like, come on, Giants. You can't, can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. But since <laughs> you have declared that the Brewers are uh, you know, Central Division champions, you got to give me the rest of these games, man. The Dodgers just won, I believe. So my Giants, you know. They in now they in now heart attack around right now, man. We got to get this division. No, but see, the these division, are but... two game swings. These are two game swings head to head against the Giants. 
I want the Brewers to get the one seed. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Hey, like I said, I respect the Brewers. Like I said, I'm a Brewers fan, and I respect that. What do we call it? The uh, the Try Young, the Try Young you got the Try, try Young Award winners. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, I got that man. So it was a good game though. Yelich, you know, got it, got on base. That's all I want to see as a Brewer fan, as a Giant fan. Hey, I, I'm not gonna say nothing. I can say nothing, but that's a good game, man. This is a game you fought out. When even when the Giants were threatening two times, when they had guys runners on third base, and I, yep. I was I was hoping Timmy, I was like, sorry Timmy, I was talking to myself, sorry Timmy, it would be heartbreak city tonight. Like, no, your Brandon Belt, your Brandon Belt is starting to bug me, Vincent. <laughs> yeah, man, he's one of those guys, man. He, but hey, he has that World Series experience too, baby. Same with uh, Crawford and Posey and all that. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, it's gonna be bittersweet, but this is a good test for the Brute Crew. Since we're talking about the Brewers, you know what I mean? To get it done, you don't need to hit the home run to win. You know what I mean? I, you know, Craig Council loves the home runs, but hey, you don't need to hit home run to win. And this game, it down. this game, both of these, I mean, you could tell the focus, I think, offensively on both sides. You you really yeah. could. You, 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 you've seen in this game probably more balls squared up than in most all of the games this year. I mean, there were some loud-ass outs tonight. And what do you think about Jace Peterson getting uh, caught stealing? Trying to steal on post? Didn't like it. No, it's in my game (laughs) recap. Hey, Jace, you know the rule. I was like, what are you doing, Jace? Never the first or third out at third. Come on, we learned that in Little League. I'll be running on my Giants. I'll be running on my Giants either, right? (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Vincent. You got it. Keep it up. All right. Big, big Giants fan. He, he, He follows the crew, but a big Giants fan. Uh, as well, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Did you notice just some rockets hitting this game? Yeah, yeah, That's, there was. I, I, you know, and and some against Burns too. Make no mistake, but I, I think that's the part of that focus, and the part of that big game atmosphere that that was tonight. Now again, I, you know, it's almost like I, I wanted the Brewers to face Cueto. Honestly, I wanted to. I wanted to go at that dude and, and beat that dude and then move on to the next guy. But, hey, so be it. Brewers have their own had or are having their own injury and, and COVID issues. So, I mean, I'm not going to cry a river for the San Francisco Giants. I'm really – I hope everyone's healthy and whatever. But Listella was a scratch in this one. Uh, that wasn't a COVID thing. But, you know – Sometimes the ball bounces your way at times, and special stories, special times, special season, I guess. All right, Jeff, what do you, where, where are we going here? Well, let's go out to uh, Racine and bring in Tim. Timmy. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? More important how you are. Hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you, now, you had a good call last time you called, so don't screw it up. Hey. I'm just glad that guy called in from San Francisco because that's, that's you know, <laughs> you got to have some kahunis, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, um, is Daniel Vogelback coming back soon? I think he'll be on the team on Wednesday. I do. Okay, that's good. And I don't want to hear about this or that because I always want everybody to stay healthy. I don't care if it's that team, our team. I just want everybody to be healthy. So that's mm-hmm. that's first and foremost, but I'm thinking if you do the arithmetic, man, it would take a monumental collapse. A monumental collapse it to would. lose this division. Or yep. anything. Yep. 
Don't even really talk will. about it. Yeah, I just, you know, and the reason, the reason that is, and, and a lot of you guys, uh, far smarter than I am, you know, dubbed them division uh, champs weeks ago. And, and for the biggest reason of which, you're not going to go on an extended losing streak when you have this kind of pitching. That was the main reason. It wasn't the schedule. It wasn't the competition. It wasn't the Reds chasing no. them. It wasn't any of that. It was the pitching that prevents you from losing eight in a row or nine in a row or seven in a row. And, and Tim, can I ask another question? Sure. Uh, now, on our starting pitching, do you see anybody faltering down the stretch? I mean, like, if you see something, what would you say, okay, we'd have to – you can't mm-hmm. really fix it now because if it's broke, you really – you can yeah. maybe help it, but you can't really, you know what I mean? No, it's a, it's a great question. And you, you did now, you, you are on a two call winning streak. Well, so great. I'm going to leave because I might really screw it up. Don't, don't. Guy. Yes. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead, Tim. Yes. All right. Thank, thanks for the call. It is a good question, but what is faltering when you're that good? So would you say that six and a third of four run ball is faltering? I I wouldn't. I would say that that's still keeping your team in the game. Would you would you agree, Pipe Yes, Mom? Absolutely. So what I guess I would have to uh, hear the definition of faltering. Um, you know, Woody's had a little bump in the road here and there. He has. Yeah, uh, recently he has not been as sharp as the Woody that we have grown accustomed to. But, uh, you know, big country, he can fight through it. You know, uh, do I think that it's possible that, that Brett Anderson can go out there and give up eight earned? Yeah. That's it's possible. Po- it's possible. It sure is. You know, do I think Adrian Hauser could get tagged for four or five? Maybe. You know, it. Uh, but does that, you know, that doesn't mean extended losing streak. Because you have the stoppers with the big yep. three. And you've got this lights out, you know, bullpen too. So it uh, things are looking good. And of course, like it's been the story all season with the injuries. You're doing this without Escobar, and you know I know Adamus DH'd and stuff, uh, but yeah. you know he's still mainly MIA. So yeah, and they, again, get healthier. But man, what a great game tonight! Let's go to Bill at seven nine nine twelve fifty. Bill, you're on the fan. What's going on? Thanks for staying up late. Oh, for sure. Good game tonight. Like you said, every it was like every pitch mattered. Did you see like the, the game? Did, did did you notice the game just got to a flurry right around the, oh, I don't know, like the, from the fifth inning to the eighth, it just took off like a rocket. And yeah. it just got, and the crowd was into it, and it was hanging on every pitch. It was cool. Uh, it was uh was a good win, that's for sure, and uh, I agree with you. So they didn't have uh, Quato pitching for him, but we've got players out too. We've got key players out, so yeah, and, yeah. Uh, a good win. Thanks for taking my call. Th- thank you, Bill. Yeah, it, it is a good win. It's just, just, just flat out a good win. Uh, seven nine nine twelve fifty three to one. Brewers get the victory. Game one of this four game set. Some Brewers fans uh, optimistically uh, were were predicting a sweep, and and I don't know where that comes from. It's possible, of course it is. Wouldn't that be something though? 
Hell going yeah, to slap around the Giants for four. <laughs> well, you're 25% in. Uh, let's go to Dylan. Dylan, you're next on the fan. Good morning. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Good. So, I mean, tonight, if you're a correct counsel, I mean, that's pretty much how you want a playoff game to go, right? I mean, that's the dream, right? You get your ace going five or six, mm-hmm. you hand to the pin, get a couple runs, shut them down. I mean, right? I mean, that is exactly what you would want. So I, yep. I think as yep. a Brewer fan, reaching that 80-win mark, that at this time of year, watching your guy go out against, you could say the best team in the MLB. I don't think so. That's my opinion. But that was amazing. And I really hope, on a side note, that obviously O Garcia – Stop the mishaps in right field against the Giants. But on the positive note, what a time to be a Brewers fan. Thanks for taking my call. Yep, you got it. You mentioned 80 victories. And how many years was it? And and the younger generation hasn't had enough pain as a Brewers fan yet. But there, there were some painful times where 80 victories. And I think I told the story the other day, Jeff. You know, that that 80 win mark was pivotal because it was, you know, September 24th or September 26th. Uh-huh. And and the consensus thought was, man, if they win two more games, they won't have a losing season. <laughs> that now I'm not kidding you. Oh, I know. I know. That was sort of like a celebration almost. And now you're looking at the 80th victory in the month of August, which, again, proves a lot. A, uh, you also mentioned, Dylan, that this is the way a playoff game would be set up for counts, and that's why they're the probably the most dangerous team, if not the most dangerous one of. They're certainly going to be underestimated no matter what they do down the stretch here in the month of September, they're they're going to be underestimated. But man, uh, you you have your pitcher get into the seventh, your starter at any moment, any time you feel it, Craig Council, you got a lockdown bullpen. You didn't even see Hunter Strickland and Jay Cousins. You didn't see the suitor. You just went with your three because that's what the situation called for. All right, we'll get to our game recap. Uh, if you want to react on this one, 414-799-1250. Brewers take game one of this big four-game set in San Francisco. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM, The Fan. What a win. Game one in San Francisco goes to the crew, 3-1 the final, and uh, Corbin Burns goes six-plus innings. We're going to hear from Corbin coming up. Nine punch-outs, four hits, and just a run allowed. ERA. For potentially the Cy Young Award winner, uh, 227. And uh seem to recall last year, he came up just short of qualifying for the Cy Young. Well, he's qualified now. 
And we'll see, we'll see what the voters do. 799-1250, get to our game recap in just a second. Get to Craig Council as well. Let's go to John. John, you're on the fan. What's on your mind? Hey, great show, you guys. How you doing, Tim? Good, good. More important how you are, though. Oh, I'm great. Great show as always. Um, I just had a couple observations, and then I wanted to get your profile on uh, Aaron Ashby. But uh, how about the defense of Rowdy at first base? I mean, True. yeah, he got the home run bat, and he went quiet a little bit recently until he had his three-run shot the other day. But, man, I admire his defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made a nice play, a, a very important play late in the ball game today. Exactly, and that that um, doesn't go unnoticed by a real baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Hey, the other thing is, every time Brandon Belt came to bat, I was sweating. Man, he killed us in Milwaukee last series. Oh my God! So thank God we got to keep him in check. Kind of hurt us in this this game here. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But, man, he's a hell of a hitter. The last thing, I didn't see the game yesterday. I was busy, but I wanted to ask you, Tim, can you just tell us fans about uh, Aaron Ashby a little bit, like his strengths, and he'll yeah. probably profile in as a fourth starter. And then let's say he's sure. in the rotation next year. When will Ethan Small, do you think, arrive? And then, you know, probably slot in the fifth. I'll hey. – uh, hang up and listen. Thanks again, as always. Really appreciate uh, you, it. You got it, John. You got it, John. Um the Brewers organization now, it's, it's clear their path to being a starter, these guys, these younger dudes, is through the bullpen. I mean, it's just uh, Hauser, he went bullpen first into the rotation. Burns, Burns the same thing. I mean, back in 2018, bullpen. And they were successful in that role. Brandon Woodruff, same thing. Freddie Peralta. Some people were clamoring to have Freddie Peralta be a a closer at one point. But again, they go through the bullpen to get to the starting rotation. It's the same thing with Aaron Ashby. Uh, He has a a really good breaking ball. It's it's sort of a a, a, he's got a sinker that will provide uh, ground balls. And that's key here. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, they, um, they they love velocity. I think around the league, everyone loves velocity. But, you know, in his game yesterday, he had a 99-mile-an-hour pitch. So all the tools are there. And I will, will say this also, that, you know, the slider is, is something in Major League Baseball that is uh, the, the big thing. I, I recall on this show... Uh, talking to some of these players and pitchers and interviews, saying, you know, 10 years ago was, man, the changeup is becoming one of the most devastating pitches in all of all of baseball. And everyone agreed. Well, now the 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 um, analytics say that the slider is, is something that uh, major league hitters are having issues with. So I would look for that. Uh, and, and if you notice – you have Jake Cousins, a wipeout slider. Corbin Burns, it's hard to tell the cutter from the slider at times. Uh, Hunter Strickland, it's it's funny. He was on the flagship talking about the same thing. He was saying that the, the Brewers want him to throw more sliders because of the analytical information. So Aaron Ashby, uh, a four-pitch pitcher and with velocity from the left side, come on. <laughs> I mean, John, it's a great question, but, I mean, my goodness. Young, controllable, 
cheaper and, che- and the reason I say cheaper, let's let's yeah, that's sort of a uh, a negative word. Let's say uh, inexpensive. How's that? In 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 a market size and a and a budget like the Milwaukee Brewers have, that's that man that comes in handy. Woody Burns, Peralta, and Ashby, and Hauser, all inexpensive, but all high end. And I include Hauser there. Let's not sleep on this guy. I think he has potential to have a really good major league career as a pitcher, a starting pitcher. But those four guys for the next handful of years, and then finally with Ethan Small, you know, maybe behind a little bit. I think the the, the pandemic uh, shortened season last year really kind of slowed the progression of him, but he's coming. He's coming. So sit tight there. Could you imagine? Okay, if if by chance Hauser isn't in the rotation, two lefties and Small and Ashby, and then your big three try Young Award winners, come on. It's hard not to think that way as a Brewers fan, as a diehard Brewers fan. As a as a year to year Brewers fan, I mean you just you just live in the moment, and that's cool too. That's all fun because watch watch American Family Field just be upside down down the stretch here, and once the playoffs start, it's going to be you know must see TV if you're not at the games. You're gonna you're gonna be at the bars and you're gonna be tuned in and focused, laser focused on some of this stuff. So, I mean, my goodness. It already they're, they're is must-see TV, Timmy. For, for yeah, for for you know probably the va- I don't know about vast majority. It's hard to measure. It really is hard to measure. I'm I'm hearing, and maybe we'll save it for another conversation. But I'm hearing uh, folks walking into uh, bars and restaurants, and you know the TV as you know maybe a, a wheel of fortune or jeopardy on and there's a brewer game on or an old black and white movie some old western or something uh they're going to the wrong bars then i'll <laughs> tell you true. that all right we'll get to our game recap we will hear from craig council shortly uh as well as corbin burns first inning in this one brewers get right to work after one out christian yelich again man it's great to see a 10-game hitting streak it has hit safely in 17 of 18. He doubles. Avi Garcia then hit the ball hard into the shift for the second out. Yelich over to third, and that brought up Omar Narvaez. Narvaez into center field. That's a base hit, and the Brewers do strike first here tonight. A two-out RBI single by Omar Narvaez. And the Brewers with the first run of the ball game. Yeah, one zip lead right there. Rowdy Telez would then draw a walk, and Luis Urias uh, a rocket to third base. Uh, Chris Bryant flared that down, uh, but the Brewers do take the lead. Two hits, a walk, six men to the plate. Good way to set that tone. It really was. Bottom of the first, one, two, three for Corbin. Uh, Wade Jr., a ground ball, Posey a fly out, and Belt a big strikeout, 99 for Burns, and froze him. Go back to the dugout, Belt. Brewers back to work in the second inning. On base, Jace a leadoff walk. JBJ then with a number to the mound. He's just nipped at first. But I will say this, that uh, Jace moving to second proved big. JBJ, get the ball in play, baby. 
And he did that and got the runner over because uh, Corbin Burns in the batter's box helps himself. There's Burns, a base hit into left field. Peterson winds it up. He's going to head home. No throw comes in from Dickerson. And Corbin Burns with his fourth RBI of the season. It's two to nothing, Milwaukee. Go. There you go, Corbin Burns. Four RBIs on the season. Wong would then follow up with a base hit to put two on uh, with just the one out. And Yelich hits into a fielder's choice. Runners at the corners then with two down for Avi. And he, he strikes out to end it. Just like the first inning, two hits, a walk, and a run, sending six men again to the plate. Uh, it's two zip, and you're probably feeling pretty good on a bullpen night for the Giants at two zip. Corbin Burns, one, two, three in the bottom half of the second inning. A couple of strikeouts, Bryant and Crawford in that frame. Uh, looking like he had his really good stuff early on for uh, for his performance tonight. Brewers 1-2-3 in the third. Burns, little bump in the road in the bottom of the third. Lead-off double, uh, but nothing after that. However, 22 pitches in that inning. Runs that pitch count up to 44 through the three. Three scoreless into the fourth as uh, the Brewers looking to pad it. Infield single by on-base Jace. Uh, to lead off, he has balked over to second base during the JBJ at bat. JBJ strikes out. That brought up Burns during the Burns at bat. Uh, it was a strike him out, throw him out, double play. Jace, you can't make the first or third out at third, man. Come on. I mean, just it, you, you, you did clear the pitcher in the frame. I'll, I'll give you that. But you want Colton Wong with a whack at it with two outs right there and a runner in scoring position. But that end of the inning, that that I think sort of change the momentum a little bit. And then you've got Corbin Burns, which uh, can can kind of minimize the impact of that. He puts up another zero in that fourth inning, just a one-out base hit by Belt, a nine-pitch A-B. Two of the last three hitters, nine-pitch at bat for uh, Wade Jr., and then uh, then Belt right there in the, in the ensuing inning. No runs through four innings, six strikeouts, 63 pitches through the four innings for uh, Corbin Burns. One, two, three for the crew in that fifth. Yelich, another rocket, this one right at Chris Bryant. Brewers just one hit on infield single through the third, fourth, and fifth innings, so their offense went into hibernation. Burnsy, a nice shutdown inning in the fifth on 10 pitches, 73 pitches through the five. Seven strikeouts, just two hits. Burns dealing tonight for sure. Two out base runners for the Brewers in that sixth inning. Base hits by Luis Urias and Jace Peterson. Peterson to that point, two for two with a walk. JBJ with a rocket to center that's caught for another uh, hard hit out for the Brewers offense. Uh, it's still just two to nothing heading into the bottom of the sixth. Burns. Shut it down. Two more strikeouts in the bottom of the sixth. Nine strikeouts, two hits, no walks. Into the seventh inning, Brewers return that favor in the seventh inning. Staying two zip to the bottom. Now here's where Burns gets in trouble. And here's where the Giants, see, this, this is uh, where veteran smart hitters get a game plan. 
Now, Burns pitch count in the upper uh, upper 80s, heading into the bottom of the seventh inning. You have, you know, it's it's a thinking sort of situation. What would you be thinking if you had a starting pitcher, upper 80s, heading into the seventh inning? He's going to want to pound the strike zone because he wants to finish up this seventh inning. He wants to button this thing up. So attack him. And that's just what the Giants did. Belt, first pitch, uh, double. God, slow your roll on belt. Please, someone neutralize him. Uh, Chris Bryant then with a uh, two-pitch base hit, so immediately burns into trouble. First and third, and Burns is lifted from the game. Nobody out, and Boxberger is going to enter the game. And this is the this is the big-time deal with the Brewers this year. And Craig Council. And, and again, some people would say it's no-brainers in some of these situations, but he's you have to give him credit for making the decisions. You know, we, we always get on Craig Council, why do he put Suter in there, or whatever it might be. Guys, we then have to turn around and give him credit when he does make the right moves. So a day after Box, Williams, and Hader went, they went yesterday, uh, he just goes right to it. I, I'm up two zip here, first and third. There's big trouble here. Want to minimize the damage. I'm going to my guys here. Back-to-back days, all three of them. Boxberger greeted with a base hit. That plates a run for the Giants. Two to one, first and second, nobody out. Next hitter, early, swinging bunt. Omar then throws the second for the force out. Uh, and that's one out. Boxberger then on on the next pitch, a pop-up and a chance to get out of it. Darren Rupp hits a rocket to Yelich. And whew, that may have played at two runs right there if it gets by Yelich. But Yelich makes the play. And Boxberger couldn't ask for anything more right there. Two to one into the eighth inning. Brewers could use some insurance. Boxberger, by the way, entered the game with runners at first and third. He gave up a base hit and got three outs on six pitches. <laughs> Pipe bomb, what'd you tell me when I told you that? Very efficient. Yeah, that's a good way to be efficient right there. Yeah, don't blink or you're going to miss the end of that half inning. Brewers back on the attack in the eighth inning. Leadoff walk to Avi. Omar hits into a fielder's choice. Rowdy then with a rocket. one fifteen, Exit Velo for Telez. Runners at the corners, one out. This is a pivotal, pivotal part of this game, guys. It really is. These are the types of playoff at-bats that you have to have from this team. You see them around the league every year in the playoffs. The Brewers have had them. Don't get me wrong, in the in the last three years. This is pretty important for this team. Uh, Louis up 3-1 in the count. And now he starts the battle, works it full, got to get it in play, less than two out. Runner at third base. You're only up by one. Let's get some insurance off the bat of Urias. And Urias lines one to right. That'll get it done. Wade makes the play. Tagging at third is Narvaez. He will score. And Urias delivers with a sack fly and an RBI. It's three to one, Brewers. Big answer back right there in the top of the eighth inning. They get the run. And a two-run lead again. Jace Peterson, um, this is the rough luck of baseball, but Jace Peterson uh, rocks a double, but it's a ground rule double. 
uh, it would have scored a run right there for mm, some additional some in, uh, some additional insurance. But three for three with a walk for on base Jace. He's been something else. JBJ then is up with runners at second and third and two outs in a two-run game in the eighth inning in San Francisco. Why? You were so happy when he was up. I Dominic heard you, Leon, you were cheering. Dominic Leone has, uh, <laughs> if we want to go analytics, he, he, he has a batting average against uh, facing lefties of 125. Lefties are six for 48 against him. Uh, you could have went with Lorenzo Cain right there. Could have went with Manny Pena right there. Could have went with Willie Adamas right there. All of these options from the right side. Are you kidding me? And he rolls over on one. JBJ did to the right side. Brewers do pick up that run in the eighth inning. They're up three to one. Devin Williams in for the bottom half. He goes scoreless in the eighth inning. Does have a one-out walk. His first walk since August 4th. We always say there's traffic around Devin Williams' performances. Well, there really hasn't been a lot lately, and there's more proof of that. Uh, let's see here. What does uh, Williams do here? After the one-out walk, gets a big strikeout to uh, Buster Posey and gets uh, Brandon Belt to line out to end the, end the inning. That was big for Devin into the ninth inning. Nothing for the crew, and Josh Hader on for the bottom half and allows a leadoff double by Chris Bryant, tying run to the plate right there. But Josh is good. Gets a pop-up ground ball to Luis Rios. Uh, almost threw it away there. That was mm, that was a little dicey. Rowdy Telez made a nice play for the second out. And then Austin Slater is up to face Hader with the game on the line. And he flies out to Avi to end it. And there's your Brewers' victory. 3-1 the final. They take game one of this four-game set. They win their 80th uh, against 52 losses on the season. And with a Reds loss, they're up nine and a half games. If you're looking at the standings, nine and a half games with 30 to play. And I have finally conceded that the Brewers have won the National League Central here in the 2021 championship season. We'll take a break here and come back here from Craig Council. Uh, Also uh, get some comments from Corbin Burns as well. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Craig, uh, you've only played the Giants four games, but it seems like every game's just filled with tense at-bats, you know, and then a lot of intensity, a lot of, a lot of hard-hit balls tonight, too, both for hits and outs on both sides. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're 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 a very good baseball team. Um, you know, I thought this game was uh, this is the type of game that's played in this park. Um, just haven't been here a lot. This is the it was it's the kind of game that uh, you play here. It's you got to get hits with runners in scoring position. Uh, you got to play good defense. Um, you know, and um, 
that's what the game was tonight, really. Um, you got to, you got to pitch well. And so, you know, we, we did a nice job. Corbin was excellent. Our, our bullpen was excellent again. Um, we, we got, you know, we got some early runs, a uh, big two out hit by Omar. Corbin helped, helped the cause. Um, you know, nice at bat by Louis Urias to, to, to punch a run home um, in the eighth. And then, you know, we kind of got, you know, unfortunately the double, the ball Jace hit is, you know, a bomb, which is, a, which is how that this park suppresses runs because that's a home run in every other park. And, and unfortunately we don't score a run because of it. Craig, the Giants put some good at bats on Corbin in the middle of that game. Um, you think that's sort of, you tip your cap to both sides in that, that they're, they're battling him and he ends up winning so many of those battles. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think good hitters are going to do that to a pitcher. They're going to, they're going to extend at bats. Corbin, you know, like you said, I think won most of those battles eventually, but they did, um, they did extend some at bats, but that's, that's, you know, their job. Um, and he, he kept making pitches and, you know, didn't really let him put balls in play well. Um, so, you know, that, that's part of the game, but uh, he, he put up a bunch of zeros and um, did a really nice job. Craig, did Josh's velocity stand out to you tonight? Um, look, I, I mean, I think this is a fun place to play. There, there's great, they have, there's really good atmosphere here. Um, they're, they're, they have good fans here. Um, they make it feel like a big game. Um, and it, it's, it's, I think, Josh felt it too. And, and so you're, you're, you know, we, we get, the players get adrenaline too. And then, then Josh felt had some adrenaline tonight and was feeling good. So, you know, we saw a little bit uptick in velocity. Craig, Craig, there were a couple of big outs in that seventh after Boxberger came in. One was that nice play Arias made to keep his foot on the bag on that throw from Omar. And then uh, Box popping up. Dickerson, you know, first and third, where a ball to the outfield probably scores around. No, I mean, you know, we, you know, just a ground ball got through. Unfortunately, Box did a heck of a job. Ground ball gets through, um, and he gets, you know, Omar makes a nice play to keep the keep the lead run off of out of scoring position. Um, we get the we get a pop up, um, you know, and then Ruff hits the ball hard, but. Yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was kind of a box in. He, he's he's making pitches. Um, he's in the strike zone, um, and he and he and he got us out of a, out of jam. You know, they got first and second. They got something working, and uh, we we minimized it. Craig, can those be tough games for your hitters when you're seeing a different pitcher every at bat? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, you can you can take it two ways. I mean, it, of course, it's 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 a bullpen game, um, but we got a four game series here, and we ran through a lot of their bullpen. So, um, you know, I think, and we won the game. So it's you know, it is a challenge, and of course, we saw all their pitchers. Um, you know, guys got looks against all their bullpen guys. I, I think that's valuable, and we you know, put them in a spot where we got three games left and they got, they're off to a start where, you know, they've, they've got some, um, if we can do some damage against a starter tomorrow, then, then we can put them in a tough spot. So, you know, you can look at it two ways. Um, you know, I, I look at it like they had to spend a lot of resources tonight and hopefully we can make them uh, make that good for us later in the series.
Craig, uh, Chris Bryant was just mentioning how he, he thought coming over here, he was done seeing Corbin Burns on the other side and I, you see him, you know, lead off the ninth there. And uh, I'm sure you kind of have some of those same feelings. Like you've seen this guy uh, do some damage for a lot of years on the other side. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's a good, he's obviously been a great addition for the giants and um, you know, they're, he's, he's a tough out no matter what. And he's a tough guy to go through a bunch, but um, we are, we are very familiar with him. Um, kind of know his strengths, know his weaknesses. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. You know, he's got knowledge too, but it's a, it's a very familiar player, but with what happened last year, this, this team is not that familiar, frankly, um, because we, we missed them last year. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's interesting. We're playing them a bunch late in the year and by the end of seven games, it's, it, they're going to feel like everybody's going to feel pretty familiar here. There he is. Craig council after the Brewers three to one victory to take game one of this four game set, big game atmosphere. And, and that's what it was. And you could, um, you know, to step into a time warp here, if you will. And, and you could say, you know, if they match in the playoffs, it wouldn't surprise me that this was one of those games. I mean, yeah. this, that, that it's literally, and we've always talked about it, Jeff, uh, on this show about how uh, playoff games are played. They're always three, one, three, two, two, one, four, three type games. And they're big spots all over the diamond. And, and, we we need to look at this as sort of that, you know, experience, if you will. And and with this victory, man, I I will say this that uh, Brewers starting to earn some respect. Uh, second story on MLB tonight. Uh, I was watching MLB Network, and you know they've of course started out with the Yankees, and then they then they did a little mention on on the Brewers and Giants series. So that was that was cool. Yeah, starting but is that because love. they're playing the Giants Could or be. because they're the Brewers? Could, could be. Could so, be. I, you know, but I'll tell you with Craig, I'd love to hear uh, his first answer. You know, when he was sitting there and basically, you know, kind of breaking the game down and he was upset about Peterson's ground rule double mm-hmm. not scoring a run. Like, you know, he, he wins three to one against a team with the best record in baseball and he's still itching and scratching and wants more. And I love to hear that. Yeah. And you just. You know, it's a it's a park that doesn't really play that well for for long balls. But you know, I got a feeling there's going to be a big, big home run, a big two, three run home run uh, soon. And it it just might be in game two and and in the form of a Christian Yelich. You know, the home runs coming. He's barreling up too many baseballs for it not to happen. He's going the other way. He's going middle. He's taking his walks. It's coming. Set the stage. Give him a couple of shots with with some runners aboard, and uh, he may be the he may be the one that has a big blast in in this series. And and again, it could happen tomorrow. Uh, let's hear from Corbin Burns after the break here. And as a matter of fact, you get a little bonus on our play of the game in this one. Brewers win three to one, taking game one. Of the four games set, 80 and 52. The division's over in my mind. Nine and a half now up on the Cincinnati Reds with 30 flat to play. That's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. 
2021 championship season. We'll be right back. Burns next here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Brewers get the victory tonight, 3-1 the final, and now run their mark against the NL West. Uh, and everyone have, has really dubbed them the end-all, be-all, uh, I think, uh, in terms of national notoriety. But Brewers now 21-8 and against the NL West. I mean, that, that's a great sign, and that should build a little confidence in this team. And a win like tonight, although it's, it's, it's a game, I understand that, but it's a game in which the Brewers uh, and Craig Council didn't, didn't kind of blink, and there wasn't that you know, fiasco blow up. I mean, almost for, for Rios defensively, but you had, a, you had a really good baseball game tonight, and you had a, a playoff-type uh, template uh, in this game one of this three game set and if it, four game set if we're going to get this in the next three games it's going to be good viewing it's it's uh, super cool again as I said earlier in the show you take the logos uh, off this matchup here and it still was a really good baseball game I don't know if that fits with you know an opinion of a lot of baseball fans Jeff I, I think they want to see home runs and they want to see no hitters uh, so you get when you get in between there and a three to one tightly contested, a lot of scorchers hit right at people. Sometimes that doesn't, that doesn't play for a certain portion of the fan base, but man, you love baseball. This, this is where it's at. Yeah. This was exactly my kind of game. You know, uh, in total, there were only four walks allowed in this game. And, uh, and it was eight, there were 18 strikeouts. So, you know, it's still too many strikeouts. I like more balls and play and stuff like that. But I don't need home runs. I don't need nine to seven victories mm-hmm. to be entertained. This game had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. And you just, you could not turn away. And this is, you know, when you, when you look at, um, you know, the changes uh, that, that potentially are coming to Major League Baseball, I th- I think you have to point at, at, as an example a game like this, and then there are others. Obviously, you know you had a uh, a nice matchup the other day uh, in Atlanta uh, with these Giants, but I mean, and the Dodgers just won a game two to one. But you know, you should point to this as 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 Jeff said, this whole nine seven that would get so old. It would be like the celebrity softball game I was at Saturday night. I mean, I think the score was 29 to 18. Yeah, that's Rob Manford's dream. Well, okay, fine, fair enough. It might have a a splash value, but after that wears off, I don't, I don't, I think it would be bad for the game, honestly. Well, Well, you want to sit there and talk about pace of play, but then every single thing you do is to make the offense stronger and make them score more runs. And if you sit there and heaven forbid, you put in the stupid designated hitter in the National League that's just going to increase the scoring and make these games even longer. So, 
you know, they're talking out of one side of their mouth and everything they're doing is right out of the other. So it uh, it's, it's very frustrating. Yeah, it is. I, I think it's it's pretty simple. I've been pretty streamlined on this uh, for, for a few years now. Pitchers got to pitch the ball. Batters got to stay in the box. This is the way it is. I mean, it's okay to have a meeting on the mound. That's fine. That's not the issue. The issue isn't, uh, you know, taking uh, uh, a minute and 18 seconds on a, on, a, on a replay challenge. That's not the issue, guys. That's not what this, you know, uh, average length of a baseball game this year is three hours and nine minutes. It's the most it's been for many, many, many years. But think about how much time not throwing the four pitches on an intentional walk has saved the game. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that, that, that's just ridiculous. It they, is. They, they, it's, make it as pragmatic and, and as simple as you can. And what it is, it's about throwing the baseball in, a, in an acceptable amount of time. The whole step off and shake off and you know, all this nonsense. Okay, I shouldn't say nonsense because it is quite strategic. But I, I will just say this. If you want to increase pace of play, it's pretty simple. Batter's got to stay in the box. You can't take a walk because you missed a center cut fastball. Yeah. You, 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 what gave you the right to, to take a walk and stall this whole thing down? Because you missed a center cut fastball. Same with the pitcher. Pitcher doesn't get a call. He just misses off the corner. And now he's got to gets the ball. He's got to shake his head. He's got to take his hat off. He's got to wipe his brow. Then he approaches. Then he changes his mind. Goes back. Touches the rosin bag. Then hoists himself back up onto the rubber. Then he looks in. Then he gets the signs. Then he shakes one off. And now we're. <laughs> then the batter calls time. <laughs> he calls timeout. And now we got to have a mound visit because we want to make sure things are right. And that's what a lot of the announcers say. Oh, they just want to make sure they get things right. No, the, the, the shot clock is going in the NBA. The play clock is going in the NFL. It's the pitch clock that has to be going in Major League Baseball. It's, it's pretty simple. Okay, speaking of pitching, Corbin Burns, six-plus innings of work, four hits, one run, no walks, nine strikeouts, ERA now at 227. Has to be okay with this type of performance. The Brewers in general are going to take this type of performance all day long with the type of bullpen they have. Here's Corbin Burns after the Brewers win. Corbin, last time out you were sort of not particularly pleased with the command of the cutter. Was that better tonight? And just how, how do you feel like you threw the ball overall? Um, yeah, it, it was a little better tonight. Um, you know, still not quite where I want it to be. Um, but you know, we definitely took a took a step in the right direction tonight. Um, you know, the everything around it was was good tonight, which um, kind of overshadowed the the you know the cutter command. Um, you know, we spun well, great with the with the curveball and slider changes for good tonight. Threw a couple of good sinkers. So um, you know, overall, was was really pleased with with how I threw the ball. Um, you know, the last inning there just left a change up up and left a slider up to to Bryant. So um, you know, for most of the night, we were kind of keeping them off balance and and uh, you know, cut the pitch count down. But uh, there at the end, just kind of elevated a few pitches. Corbin, it, it looked like on both sides, a lot of tense at bats, both your hitters, your, you know, you, you facing their hitters. It's, you guys have only played them four times, but they've been really good games, haven't they? 
Yeah. Um, you know, they played us tough in, in Milwaukee. Um, and we were a little shorthanded with our, with our bullpen that series. So, um, you know, obviously it was good to come out and get a, you know, get a win the game one the night. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was definitely a, you know, a playoff atmosphere and something that, you know, could be for, you know, foreshadowing what we might see in the, in the postseason. Um, so it's one of those things that's, it's, it's always good to, to get the first one of a series, but, uh, yeah, that, you know, that was definitely a, you know, a big game tonight. Corbin, the cameras caught your reaction when Boxberger got out of that with uh, the tying run at left at third. What, what can you say about the job he's done over and over in so many of those tight spots? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Boxberger's done great, but just the you know the the back end of the bullpen in general. Um, yeah, those guys have, have been putting you know a couple of tough situations with some close games against good teams, and they go out there and they do, do their job like it's just another day. Um, yeah, so you, you got to give those you know, a credit to a lot of those guys, um, you know, in box Devin and, and Hader there in the back end and even, um, you know, cousins and Strickland sometimes coming in, coming in to throw the sixth and, um, you know, the seventh, if we have a, you know, a little bigger lead, but, um, those guys have been, have been phenomenal back there and, you know, have helped us win a lot, a lot of baseball games. Hey, Corbin, Brandon Belt's done a tough out, hasn't he? Uh, he, I think he hit four home runs in that series in Milwaukee and just looked like he's just, you know, it's, you got to really pitch him to get him out, don't you? Yeah. And he's, he seems to be seeing it pretty well, um, you know, against us. Um, it's night. I, I think I made a lot of good pitches against them. Just, um, you know, whenever I happen to leave one up, he, you know, he, he put the bat on it. So, um, you know, credit to him for having, you know, having some tough ABs against us, you know, this, not only last series, but, but tonight and, um, you know, I'd expect you know, a lot of the same through the, uh, the rest of this week. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. There's Burns, a base hit into left field. Peterson winds it up. He's going to head home. No throw comes in from Dickerson. And Corbin Burns with his fourth RBI of the season. It's 2 to nothing, Milwaukee. There you go, Corbin Burns helping himself out. All the highlights on tonight's show, courtesy of Bally Sports Wisconsin. Brian Anderson, Chris Singleton on the call tonight. I really like Singleton in there as well. I mean, I, I like all these guys, including uh, Bill Schroeder, but a little change of pace with Singleton in there. It's it's such a it's it's a it's a different delivery. It's it's a different uh, sort of analysis. And Singleton, I, I you know, it's new new broadcasters. Uh, I think Jeff are are tough to get used to. Uh, a lot of times, we don't like change. Uh, and it takes a little time to get used to a few changes here and there. But, man, he does provide a really, really good uh, perspective on, on baseball. Do you like Singy? I do. I think that uh, he needs to work on his timing a little bit with B.A. Uh, it's not that it's slow. It's not that it's off. It's just different from rock. Yep. So, you know, like you said with change, you know we're so used to B.A. and rock. Um, so I, I do like his insight though. I, uh, I would definitely consider myself a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And, and the chemistry though, however, with, with BA and rock, I mean, that's, 
Yeah, you can't argue I, that. That's no, rock I, solid. Yeah, I I love when uh, when BA gets on Bill Schroeder a little bit. It is <laughs> it is pretty funny. All right, uh, Boxberger. You heard Corbin Burns uh, answer the question about Boxberger, and he you know he kind of defaulted to the uh, the bullpen as a whole, but Boxberger has been amazing this year and he when we were screaming at the beginning of the year hey this this team needs another bullpen arm that that's despite what jp fire Eisen was doing and despite the you know younger kind of progression of uh, drew rasmussen they still need that guy they still and we kept saying they still need that guy they still all the while it was boxberger the whole time 59 games a 225 era and the most high leverage situations that you can find a bullpen pitcher in been a big part of the Brewers success. Let's hear from the Brewers uh, bullpen uh, right-hander here for a couple of minutes before we're out. Fred, with how well Burns pitched tonight and just all season long, when you come into a spot like that, I don't know, just how much are you bearing down to keep the lead number one, but also just to protect the work he did to that point. Yeah, I mean, my ultimate goal there is to get out of that inning um, with the lead still intact. So, um, obviously, I don't want to give up a hit in that situation, um, best-case scenario, but um, I was able to at least keep the lead, and that's kind of the end-all goal to hand it off to Devin there in the eighth with the one-run lead, and we're able to tack on, which was nice. Fox, that was a really nice play that Omar and Luis made on that out at second. You know, Omar pouncing on the ball and Luis keeping his foot on that. Look like he had his toenail on that back at the time. Yeah, I mean, on a swinging bunt like that, it's kind of a reaction play. So Omar to be able to bounce out like that and make a solid throw down to second um, is definitely huge, especially to get that kind of lead runner there to be able to keep the force on the next play if we needed it. Then when you're facing Dickerson after that box, I believe it was Dickerson. Yeah, uh, yeah, Dickerson. Um, you know, first and third, you, you just got to try like crazy to keep a fly ball from happening. Don't you? I know easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, easier said than done, especially when I'm more of like kind of a fly ball pitcher. So um, definitely just trying to keep it in on his hands. So either weak contact, trying to get something on the ground there. Um, fortunately enough, the it was in the air, but shallow. So we were able to kind of keep them in and um, it worked out. Brad, how much have these um, games against the Giants felt like, you know, playoff games, just with close games, right? Well pitched, just pretty clean all the way around and a great atmosphere here tonight. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, you're going up against um, one of the best teams in baseball on the other side of the diamond. So, um, being able to go out there and have um, Burns kind of set the tone tonight um, and hand it off to us in the bullpen and um, for us to take the first game of a four-game series is definitely huge. Brad, do you allow yourself at this point to think about, you know, potentially meeting again in October or are we still too early for that kind of stuff? Well, it's way too early. I mean, we still have a little over a month of baseball to play and um, we got to take care of business and there's a lot of teams in front of us before – um, get into that final game um, of the regular season to hopefully be there um, come playoff time. Hey, Vox, hey, so, uh, there's been a lot of talk this year, and deservedly so, about the top three starters you guys got. 
Well, what about the back three relievers with you and Devin and Josh? You guys have had that formula going seven, eight, nine so often this year. You must be proud of the work you've done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think all of us in the bullpen can be kind of proud of the, the year we've had so far. But um, like I said, there's still a month to go and a lot can happen in a month. So um, we're just head to the grindstone and just kind of keep going and um, grind out these last couple of weeks here in September and um, see where we fall and go from there. Hit them. All right. So there he is, Brad Boxberger, as uh, the Brewers get the three to one win. I, again, it can't be understated about what he's uh what he's done for this team this year so hopefully that uh continues game two tomorrow eight well later on today technically i like to try to keep my day parts if you will yeah it's tomorrow yeah 845 is the first pitch after the last pitch you make the switch right here Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove hey Woodruff what if you pitch a beauty? What if you do pitch a beauty? To be announced for the uh, San Francisco Giants, it was going to be Alex Wood. That's not going to happen. They have a little bit of a, a COVID thing going on in uh, in San Francisco. That being said, hey, whoever starts for the Giants, you heard Craig Council say it. If they can get to this guy early, tap back that bullpen. You know, again, I thought it was a bonus, uh, Jeff, on Sunday that, you know, the uh, San Francisco Giants uh, in Atlanta were getting blown out. But uh, in effect, uh, yeah, they had a short start, but they only used one reliever after that to soak up the rest of the game. Then they went position player Mm -hmm. to pitch. So, but tonight they did use a lot of arms. And if they can get to the starter early tomorrow, man, that could come in handy. But on the other hand, Box Williams hater. All three of them went back-to-back. They pitched uh, Sunday's uh, Game 3 finale in Minnesota, and you know now they pitch tonight. So, I don't know. The availability, I would think, box maybe after six pitches tonight? Yeah, you would think so. Now, San Francisco burned through six relievers yesterday. So, you know, if you can sit there and, like you said, get back up into that bullpen early tomorrow, you just – totally set yourself up for the final two games of this series and the brewers bullpen Suter, strickland and cousins all available so i mean it's not like they're in horrible shape either if they can't uh go with box williams or hater well right, and so- with the win tonight 21 games over 500 for the crew on the road on the road if that is not one of the most impressive stats that you will hear all season then you're not paying attention best road team in all of baseball that bodes well for the postseason as well so all right, well, you guys have a great uh, rest of your night, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks for staying up late with us. Appreciate that. And uh, we'll look forward to talking some late-night Brewers baseball with you after Game 2. For the Polish Pipe Bomb, Jeff Orlowski, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. Easy to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back after this one. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? 
Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.